0: think if you praise him one more time something's going to break loose in this place this morning hallelujah you praise him in advance for what you know that he's about to do God are you glad to be in the house of the Lord this morning yeah. amen I'm thankful for what I feel in this place what a great week that it has, has been our children's revival has been amazing and uh, we've yes amen <laughs> and um in some ways, I don't know if we should have called it a children's revival. I think the adults had as good a time or better than the kids did. Um, with Stephen and all the other antics that guys ate up, he is, he's got a gift. I told him after Thursday night, I said, man. I know you work hard to to do what you do, but that is a gift, and um, I just so appreciate everything that the Lord has done in our children's revival. And they are having one more service in the event center this morning, and we've had a host of not just children, uh, but we've had at least three adults receive the Holy Ghost this week. And so we are, we are definitely uh, thankful for that, and it's been, it's been very powerful. We've had fun, and then the Spirit of the Lord begins to move And children. Uh, there was one little boy standing right up here, four years old, on Friday night. God filled him with the Holy Ghost. He cried, cried, and cried. It was beautiful. beautiful to see and so we'll give you we'll give you some totals on that uh, tonight and we hope that you will come back and join us tonight we're expecting a very uh, powerful service it will be our uh, Sunday night uh, that we are uh, used to but we try not to have any normal services uh, in here but um, we are we are thankful and we're glad to have uh, sister Brianna uh, Roberts his wife and her sister Olivia, and we're glad to have Levi with us this morning, Garnett. Hey, Amen. He and my daughter have gotten to be pen pals or something, but we're we're glad that uh, we're glad that he is here. Uh, just just to take a moment and give you a little brief instruction on uh, what is happening out there. I don't have any timelines on when the blacktop will be connected. I don't have timelines on yet on when the lights will come in. They will be back um, working on the building this week. I don't know exactly what the agenda is for this week. There is another crew that's coming to wrap. Uh, they'll, they'll do the roof on the canopy and then they will wrap that in metal that will match the building. That is not the finished structure out there, Um, but they will be working on that, and it is my hope that somewhere in the next three or four weeks we will be complete. We are working on colors for the gym to begin painting over there and doing work over there. Um, The carpet uh, for the stairs and the balcony area is not in yet, actually the carpet is, but the, treads for the stairs are not in yet but uh, things are coming together very very quickly and we are thankful for that and we appreciate your patience and your understanding and if you'll just follow our our parking attendants, they will help you navigate through this we will have both of those sidewalks that cross the grassy area open as soon as possible uh, but we can't do that until they connect it with the blacktop there um and several have asked me, what are we doing with this muddy area between the concrete and the blacktop? We have to put more blacktop there. So, well, the concrete's higher. Yes, the blacktop will fix that. So, um, it'll look fantastic, and I hope that you are uh, happy with the progress and the things that are taking place, and I I know I'm very excited. Uh, Things are coming out even better than I thought they would, and it just, puts a big smile on my face and so thank you so much for your giving to the renovation and thank you for giving to our building fund uh, answer the call and um, I did get I I, I will just tell you this I was going to wait till the night no I'm going to wait till the night you'll just have to be back tonight (laughs) that was cruel wasn't it I'm preaching on suspense this morning no I'm not (laughs) Anyway, uh, I, I'm not going to take just one text this morning, but I'm going to I'm going to give you um, I'm going to give you several here that contain the same phrase, and they contain my subject matter. I thought I knew what I was preaching this morning, uh, but that has shifted here in the last uh, few moments. But in, in Matthew chapter 1 and verse 22, and you don't have this verse back here, uh, Brooklyn, I apologize, but it just, I'm, I'm going to jump to two or three different verses. It said, Now all this was done, everybody say, that it might be fulfilled. All of this was done that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken of the Lord by the prophet saying, And it goes on and tells what the prophecy was. And then. In Matthew chapter 2 and verse 15, it said, And was there until the death of Herod that it might be fulfilled. Everybody say that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by the Lord of the Lord by the prophet, saying, Out of Egypt have I called my son. And then in Matthew chapter 2 and verse 23, the Bible said, And he came and dwelt in a city called. Nazareth, everybody say, that it might be fulfilled. Which was spoken by the prophets, he shall be a Nazarene. And you can just continue to go down through the Gospels here in in Matthew chapter 4 and verse 14. um, Or you can go back to verse 13. Leaving Nazareth, he came and dwelt in Capernaum, which is upon the seacoast. And the borders of Zebulun and Naphtali. That it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by Isaiah the prophet saying, and he goes on and tells the prophecy. And so my subject this morning is that it might be fulfilled. Amen. Would you pray with us here in this sanctuary? Would you lift your voice? Father, we need you in this place, and we thank you for what we feel we thank you for your anointing that we feel in this place and we know is here today, God. And I believe that you have gathered every person in this building that needs to be here today to hear the word of the Lord. And I pray that you would move upon the hearts and the minds of every believer here. I pray, God, that if there's somebody on the fence that's struggling with their faith, and struggling as to whether they believe, is struggling to understand whether they have a future or not, I pray, God, that you would move upon their hearts and minds in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus today. Would you clap your hands one more time and give the Lord a great shout of praise this morning? He is, He alone is worthy of praise. Amen. Amen. You may be seated. I believe as as I also believe that you believe that every person has a purpose for their life. I believe that there is a destiny. And the word destiny is just short for destination. It is I believe that we all have a destiny that is set before us. And I know that we wake up daily and we we tend to believe that All of our actions and the people that we come in contact with, the roads that we traverse, the decisions that we make. I believe somewhere in us we we think that most of that is accidental or based solely on, on what we are going to do, what we decide to do, how we decide that we're going to go forward And that God is only in charge of the specific things that we pray about. But the Bible says the steps of a good man are ordered of the Lord. The steps of a good man are ordered of the Lord. And so I believe that the Lord has an intended purpose for us. And I believe that he is measuring every step. He's measuring every mile. And he is timing everything in our lives so that we intersect with the right things and the right people at the right times in our lives. And so that door that opens in front of us was not the Lord scrambling at the last minute to create an opportunity for us. But it was a door that he knew that he would open long before you ever got to the place where you even saw the possibility of the door being open or closed am i making sense and so i i believe that people that are prayerful people that have a prayer life and that are led by the spirit of god they they have the certain course that is being charted and the lord begins to add things to us he begins to equip us to to have and to possess certain things Now, in order for the Lord to do that, he has to take us through seasons of preparation. The seasons of preparation that we're in are for the next pivotal moment in our lives that are coming. And so, for a child of God, we we should never live our lives as if anything is an accident. We may be shocked or surprised by something that takes place, but God is... He is never surprised because he knows the end from the beginning. He's, he's already been to the conclusion of the matter. He's worked back to this place in your life to begin to navigate things and situate things and, and organize your life in such a way that you could reach this chosen, intended end that the Lord has for us. Now, I'm not talking about people... Uh, that don't pray, people that don't want to live for God and, and people that don't have faith in God, they can make their own decisions and they, they can choose to be lost and they, they can choose. I'm not talking about predestination. What I'm talking about is the thoughts that he has for us, thoughts of good and not of evil. And, and so there is a place that the Lord desires to take every person and that requires faith. If you're going to go there, it requires faith. There is a a key word in the phrase that that we saw repeated uh, in the verses that I read and we find it throughout the Gospels that it might be fulfilled and the key word in that phrase is the word fulfilled and it means to be full or to make full or to fill. But then it goes on to say that it means to fill a vessel or a hollow place. To fill, to supply abundantly with something, to impart richly, often also with an adjunct of that which with which someone is filled or supplied. To be filled, to be full, to be fully supplied, to abound or to be complete in Him as we see in the Scripture in Colossians chapter 1. It also means to perform fully. It is of a declaration or prophecy to fulfill or accomplish, to bring to a full end or to accomplish, to complete, to finish, to accomplish entirely or to make authoritative, to bring us to an expected end, to fulfill the prophecies that he has for your life, those that have been spoken and those that have not yet been spoken. But I find particularly unique in this definition the fact that it talks about a vessel, to fill the vessel. And so I imagine us as being this vessel that the Lord is pouring into on a daily basis. It is it is the constant dripping of prophetic destiny upon our lives. It is, it is drop by drop. It is... It is one pour at a time. The Lord is filling us up with the things that that we would need to be equipped to do the perfect will of God in our lives. Sometimes we have our course chart on a certain direction, and we we have something that we have chosen that that we feel like that this is this is what we want to do. This is the career path, or this is the person I want to marry, or this. This is uh, the place that I want to be. This is how I want my life to play out. But when you, when you decide to live for God, you are surrendering everything in you that is a part of your own agenda. You are, you are laying down everything that you have chosen for your life and say, Now, Lord, I'm not my own. I'm bought with a price. That, that means that we, we don't really have the right to get frustrated about what we call detours in our lives or inconveniences or things that, that don't play out the way that we wanted them to play out because we know that His plans for us are always better than our plans for us. Can I get an amen right there? I, I, I have thought that I had great plans somewhere in my life. I have felt like before that that I had some pretty good things planned for my future. But when I got a glimpse of what the Lord wanted for my future, I had to just kind of back up and say, Hey, what what I thought that was going to be good for myself and my future pales in comparison to what the Lord has chosen for my life. I want to tell you this morning that God has an intended purpose for your life. And He is waiting on you to lay down your agenda. And set aside your priorities and make it his priority. And so the Lord is equipping. He is processing. He is putting in this place where he is developing us to take us through this season to the next pivotal moment in our lives because the vessel is being filled up. He is dropping prophetic words into your life. And I've often said that prophetic words... uh, are, are rarely, except when it comes to end time prophecy and things of that nature. But individual prophetic words are never absolutes. They are always God's intentions. This is the Lord, when the Lord prophesies and says, I'm going to do this, this, and this. It is the Lord saying, this is what I will do if you will walk by faith. And if you will, if you will stay close to the altar. And if you will surrender your will. And stop telling me how to run your business and stop telling me what you want me to do and let, me, let my plan play out. Is anybody here this morning? The Lord, the Lord is dropping these prophetic words in us like breadcrumbs saying, hey, I'm pointing you in this direction. I'm telling you something about your life you may have never thought about before, but this is the purpose And this is not the conclusion of the matter. But when I get you here, it's going to take you over there. And when I get you over there, it's going to take you over there. Sometimes we get frustrated with the here and the now. We can't figure out why things don't seem to be coming together. And the reason is because we are trying to take this piece and put it together with this piece When this piece doesn't go with this piece yet, this piece is not for two years down the road. But you've already seen it somewhere in prayer. God put it in your spirit. But God's saying, hold on with that piece. I've got another piece I need to put in place first because there is a fulfillment that I am going to bring to your life. Are you with me right now? I'm trying to help you to understand. We have to live our lives on purpose. We, we cannot wake up every day and think that tomorrow is an accident. No, no. The Lord, the Lord knew tomorrow was coming. Now, he told us in this moment, he said, take no thought for tomorrow. For, the, for tomorrow will take care of itself sufficient unto the day is the evil thereof. He said, if you worry about tomorrow too much, you're going to miss what I'm doing today. And what I'm doing today is going to take you into tomorrow tomorrow. But if you get your eyes too much on tomorrow, you will get frustrated and you will miss the process that I've got you in today because I am developing something in you that it might be fulfilled in your tomorrow. Somebody needs to hear me here this morning. Oh, why don't you clap your hands and give him praise. Come on, somebody praise him. Now, I'm not... I'm not preaching to people that want a whole hum life. I'm not preaching to people that are bored with with everything in life and you're just kind of coasting through. And I just can't wait for the, you know, the next whatever, you know, walk in the park or whatever. No, I'm preaching to people that understand that the hand of God is upon you. The reason people miss the will of God I I feel my help coming on right now The reason that people miss the will of God Is because they don't understand What is happening in the here and now And they don't understand That God's already in the tomorrow And so they get frustrated With what's going on right now And say I don't like this now I want my tomorrow right now And God is saying you don't understand You will never have your tomorrow If you don't pay attention To what I'm doing right now If you get short." you're going
1: to think that I'm not doing anything in your life and you will reach for something that I did not destined for your life but if you will stay in the here and now today is the day of salvation if you will operate in the spirit of the Lord in what he is doing right now it will take you into your tomorrow
0: oh we're going to get there drop By drop, pour by pour, the Lord is placing, He is putting things into your life because there is a cup that is being filled. There is a vessel that is being filled up. In Matthew chapter 5 and verse 17, the scripture said, Think not that I am come to destroy the law or the prophets. I am not come to destroy, but to fulfill. Now, I want you to understand that in that very verse, we learn, according to the scripture, that destruction and fulfillment are antonyms. They are opposites. There is no such thing as kind of fulfillment or a little fulfillment or things kind of going my way. No, no. It's either fulfilled or it's destroyed. Now, if you understand what I'm talking about and what the Scripture is saying here today, if, if you don't have all of what God has promised you, then there is no fulfillment. If you don't stay in the prophetic word that God has given you and walk in it today, there will be no fulfillment of it tomorrow because there is an enemy out there that has come to steal and to kill and to destroy. And so the opposite of fulfillment is destruction. He said, for verily I say unto you, till heaven and earth pass, one jot or one tittle shall in no wise pass from the law till all be fulfilled. I want his word to be fulfilled in me. Are you hearing me this morning? I want his word to be fulfilled in me. I want every word of God which is pure in this book to be fulfilled in my life. I want every promise to come to pass in my life. I want every prophetic rhema word that every man of God and every saint of God has ever spoken over my life. I'm not trying to hype you here this morning. I'm trying to impart something in your spirit. Uh, We've got to look, we've got to stand in the moment of faith uh, and believe that the Lord has our tomorrows in the palm of His hand. Uh, And if you'll just trust Him with today, uh, it will take you into tomorrow and everything will turn out all right. Now, I know the answer to this before I ever ask. I just need to know that you know the answer. But how many of you have ever been in a moment that was just extremely frustrating? And it was just like everything you thought was going to happen is falling apart at the seams. And this is worse than I thought. This is a disaster. This is a catastrophe. And we start worrying and we're losing sleep and we got a knot in our stomach. We can't figure out what in the world's going on. If you're human, you know where I'm going with this. And you're, just, and you're just fear every day and you're just telling everybody that'll listen oh my God this is bad it's bad but when it all turns out you turn around and look and say I don't know how in the world that turned out okay but what in the world was I worried about and the, anybody know what I'm talking
1: about that's because you've got to trust him in today no matter how bad it looks today understand that he has an expected end for you he didn't call you to disaster and he didn't call you to destruction he didn't call you you to a life of depression uh, he's got a prophetic destiny for you uh, and there is going to be that it might be fulfilled uh, tagged on to the end of your life and you're going to look back uh, and say I don't know how God did this Uh, I don't know how he got me uh, out of that place uh, into this place Uh, but only the Lord could have done that
0: Matthew 24 and 34, Verily I say unto you, This generation shall not pass till all these things be fulfilled. You need to pay attention because we're in that generation. That means every prophecy that was given to the last generation is is liable to happen any minute now. That's why you have to pay attention because it could be the next prophetic fulfillment any day now. You can't
1: write things off in this generation. You might could have done that 200 years ago, but you can't do it now because we are the generation uh, upon whom the ends of the world shall come uh, and all these things are going to be fulfilled. We are a part of end time prophecy.
0: We are the people. They that do know their God shall do, be strong and shall do exploits. In Mark chapter 1 and verse 14, now after that, John was put in prison. Jesus came into Galilee preaching the gospel of the kingdom and saying, the time is fulfilled. And the kingdom of God is at hand. Repent ye and believe the gospel. Somebody needs to understand the power of repentance. These people, these Jewish believers, were expecting the Messiah, but they weren't expecting him. They had heard for 1,500 years, and even before that, even back to the Garden of Eden, the patriarchs of Israel, the early believers of Abraham and Moses and David, the prophets of old told them about the Messiah They gave a hundred prophecies about Jesus. And that's why you read all the way through the gospel. And you will find that in Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, all four of them, you will find that phrase that it might be fulfilled because what it was saying was that everything the prophets of old talked about hundreds of years ago I know it's hard to imagine because it's happening in your day Hebrew believers but the Messiah is here he was standing right in front of them and they could not see it because somewhere along the way they they forgot that the word of the Lord was
1: not going to return void that the promises of God are yea and amen That it was going to come to pass. And they did not see the fulfillment of the promise when it was standing there staring them right in the face. And so, what I want to preach to somebody here this morning is to tell you that you are not an accident. That you didn't walk in this building of your own accord. An angel of the Lord led you in this building. The presence of God brought you in this building because he is trying to get you to tomorrow. By using today to fulfill something in your life There's a tagline coming to your life This happened that it might be fulfilled You might be going through hell right now But it's part of the prophecy You might be in a valley But it's part of the prophecy That it might be fulfilled Your valley is going to take you To the next mountaintop Somebody ought to praise him right now. I'm telling you, it's going to be fulfilled. If you will stay the course, it's going to be fulfilled. If you will trust God in the moment, it's going to be fulfilled. Oh, hallelujah, I feel it right now. I'm preaching to somebody that's on the edge of bankruptcy. I'm
0: preaching to somebody that's worried because the income is in decline. I'm preaching to somebody
1: that's fearful of the future of the economy of this nation. I'm talking to somebody whose relationships are in disarray and your life is in upheaval. I'm telling you right now, if you'll trust him in this moment, God's gonna take you through the fire and God is gonna take you through the flood. God'll take you over the hilltop. God'll walk you through every challenge. He's not going to let you down. God is going to fulfill his promises in your life. Whoa, I feel something happening right now. Come on, I got more to preach, but I don't need to preach it.
0: Come on, I I want you to praise him right now. And
1: if you're ready to tell God, I trust you now. I trust you in my todays. uh, And I trust you in my tomorrows. Uh, I want you to hurry out of your seats. Uh, I want you to hurry down to the front of this building uh, and say, Today, God, uh, I'm going to declare uh, you're in the middle of this season. You're here with me, Lord God. And you're going to take me to the days uh, of apostolic fulfillment.
0: Oh, come on, come on, come on. You are complete in Him. You're complete in Him. Lift your hands and lift your voice and say, Here I am, Lord. Today, God, keep me in the prophecy. Keep
1: me walking in the path. Keep my steps ordered. Keep measuring my miles. Keep helping me believe in the name. While oh, I feel an awakening right now. I feel a moving right now. I feel a wind blowing through this place. Uh, Somebody's going to walk out of this place uh, with a new level of faith, uh, understanding that God's already been uh, to the days uh, of your fulfillment.
0: Come on, if you're not praying for yourself, pray with somebody else. my God my God my God my God Jesus I trust you somebody tells needs to tell the Lord
1: Jesus I trust you I'm not going to have a breakdown in my today because I know tomorrow's coming I'm going to trust you. I'm not gonna complain about my today. I'm gonna trust you that you're leading me to fulfillment in the name of Jesus. That's it. Come
0: on, come on, come on. If you're not praying with for yourself, pray with somebody else. In the name of Jesus, oh Lord. (laughs) Mahaya, da la la la, da la la Mahaya.